As a young professional, I'm sure you're used to getting a lot of feedback. And sometimes the feedback is solicited and sometimes it's completely unsolicited and it gets thrown to us from various quarters. So how should you discern or sift the useful feedback from one that's not so useful? There's no easy answer. Welcome back to season five of Habits Matter. I'm your host, Shreya C. Singh, founder and CEO of Harappa Education. We're an online learning institution where our mission is to help you thrive at work. In this episode, we're talking about feedback. Done right, feedback can be transformative. Done wrong, and it's often done wrong, it can backfire. And ouch, it can hurt. As evangelists of feedback, we're quite biased though and believe deeply in its nutritious power. So through this episode, we're breaking down the basic tenets of fair feedback. Keep listening to find out how to analyze feedback, why annual reviews aren't ideal, and if your boss has been dropping truth bombs or just bombs. Hi, I'm Richard Chaudhary. I straddle the corporate and the academic worlds teach at a bunch of business schools. I'm an author, I coach, and I also run a boutique consulting firm. Feedback is information about how one is doing in an effort to reach your goal, right? It's, it's not advice and it's not evaluation. When we give an employee ongoing feedback, it's a measure of progress against articulated goals and they understand if they're meeting expectations or not. And it's a very useful concept for providing direction, focus, Early in our careers, we dread feedback. We're terrible at telling right from wrong. After all, when has an unflattering comment ever sounded good? We interpret small complaints as big failures and prefer compliments to criticism. But feedback is a critical tool for young talent. Good managers know that the ickiness around feedback is natural. So they balance constructive criticism with timely motivation. However, as we advance in our careers, gathering experience and wisdom, our relationship with feedback changes. We become comfortable with negative feedback, not taking it personally, which actually spurs a lot of improvement. If you're speaking to a bowling champion and you tell the individual, you turned your wrist too much, now that is good feedback. These experts are mature enough to turn off the part of their ego that gets typically bruised by negative feedback. And they're able to sift this helpful feedback from what they perceive to be incorrect feedback. Without the kind of experience experts have, our feedback radar is a bit wonky. We have trouble telling what's real, what's fair, and what's not. To decode this well, let's look at how efficient feedback would work in an ideal world. If we pinpoint the exact moment where somebody did a fantastic job, that is how they learn and improve. I'll give you an example that I've used in the book, right? It's about American football, in fact. So the legendary Dallas Cowboy coach, uh, Tom Landry, he uses this approach to uh, turn around a team that's struggling. He says that while other teams were reviewing missed tackles and dropped balls after losing a game, He instead, very painstakingly, went through the recordings of previous games and created some sort of a customized reel for each player uh, where each individual had done something really excellent, effective and praiseworthy. 
and he would show them the replays and he would show them the shots and said, see, that's the kind of game I want you to play the next time. They, he only replayed his winning plays and that made all the difference. The best way to receive feedback then is to receive it in real time. It's a continuous process. And if you aren't getting regular feedback, go seek it out. I think young talent should proactively go out and seek feedback. And it's critical to learn and grow rather than waiting for an annual review to find out or waiting for your boss to come to you to give you regular feedback. Here's why you don't want to wait for the annual review. Human beings often fall prey to an unconscious bias called the recency effect. This can make your managers focus on your most recent performance and forget your overall contribution. If this is happening to you, gently draw attention to your contributions from earlier in the year. You can also use the recency effect to your advantage. If you've just wrapped up a project, for example, catch your boss and ask them what they think. For example, you can ask them what you could have done differently or better. Because a project is fresh in their memory, their inputs are likely to be more precise and useful. When it comes to feedback, don't fall prey to another bias that all impactful feedback must be negative. We believe that feedback has to have negative connotations. No, it can be rather positive, in fact, if someone has done an excellent job. Meet Neera Charma, director of product at Harappa and one of my favorite Harappans. He has a great story of how positive feedback made a huge difference early in his career. I was new to cold calling as a concept and uh, had a list of politicians to cold call. My then boss helped me with basic pitch and asked me to start going about it. I used to do 20-30 cold calls every day and many times I had to make my way through PAs and the staff to reach to the decision maker. Uh, because that's how it works in that domain, right? And my boss, within three, four weeks, gave me this feedback that you're doing a great job cold calling and you don't fear calling up even big names and that's wonderful, keep that up. What this feedback did to me was make me realize my first good skill, which was really a blind spot to me. It actually helped me realize that there is a good skill that I can, I can bank upon. In fact, this became a turning point for Neeraj. He became more confident in sales pitches a testimony to the power of positive feedback at the right time. If you do receive negative feedback, it's best to assume the giver of feedback is well-intentioned. That, of course, isn't easy. Meet another Harappa star, Dhruv Mehra, who's been instrumental in setting up our consumer business. Hi, I'm Dhruv. Giving introductions like this is the worst. Tell me about yourself. I, I don't think I've been, ever been able to answer this question correctly Truth narrates a feedback situation that will sound so familiar to many of us. My manager and I were kind of having this conversation after working with him for almost like two years. Uh, you know, one of the things he says uh, about me, which I personally felt was like a personal attack. And, you know, I immediately reacted back saying that, hey, you know, this is not who I am and I don't completely agree with it, right? Obviously, we kind of debated that and, and it was one not one of the best uh, feedback sessions that I personally had, uh, you know, in my life, you know, when I went back and kind of started thinking about that conversation, it was actually the reaction that I, I suddenly uh, gave back to my manager, which is what led to the conversation kind of going downhill. Here's a simple trick to tell if negative feedback is constructive. 
feedback that doesn't attack you as a person, but focuses on a specific behavior or aspect of work is probably fair, even if it's hard to accept. Consider the situation where a teacher has been absent from class for a week. According to Richura, here's what an ideal feedback session may sound like. Don't start the discussion by saying, oh, you don't obviously care about this course or you don't care about your team members. That is likely to make the person very defensive. Try talking about the problem at hand and say, um, I haven't seen you in class for a week. I was really worried that you're missing some information. Do let us know what's going on with you because we are, tr- we are truly concerned. Now, when you, when you provide this feedback in a manner where you take the onus away from uh, the person, but on the behavior, you set the tone for a very open dialogue. Good feedback is also actionable. Without tangible tips on how to work on the criticized behavior, negative feedback can make us shut down completely. Neeraj recalls a time he received vague feedback, which sounded like, You know what, Neeraj? Uh, Processes are everything. Next time, the statement was like, you know, attention to detail will take you there. Right? And there were a series of these. And and I've read these statements, right? It's not that I'm not aware of these statements. It was just that I was not able to connect it to where I was falling short. Richara shares some simple advice for managers giving feedback. Now, one way to make feedback effective would be to make it very specific. I'll give you an example. Instead of telling somebody your presentation lacked substance, perhaps you could say that you could have gone deeper. Your presentation did not address the issue of uh, the current pandemic, which is leading to our products not selling. Right? A little more detail. So that's good feedback. What can you do, though, if your manager breaks these rules and gives you vague feedback? Probe for more details, Richara says. Also, if you have a boss who's not giving you enough detail or simply being vague and saying, like I mentioned in the past, oh, your presentation was good, but it could have been better. Then press for examples. Ask for specific detail, right? And that will help you be able to parse good feedback from the not so good feedback. Neeraj, for example, chatted with his manager, which clarified things for him. When we had a chat, we understood each other and I gave him explanation. Oh, there is a process, you know, if you're asking me about this particular instance, there is already a documented process. And then he said, oh, I didn't know. And then it it came to me that this was completely based upon an assumption and a misinterpretation. There were a couple of instances where he was spot on, where he could say that, okay, you lacked attention of detail in this particular project. And he was right. As a seeker of feedback, you don't have to restrict yourself to your managers and bosses. You could and you should even turn to a small group of colleagues or trusted friends and family who you know will be brutally honest with you. Interestingly, what happened, this was very early in my career. Um, I was in consulting. I sat with my manager and to my surprise, my manager comes out and says, hey, um, you know, one of the biggest things that we've heard is that you don't like working in a team and, and you know, you'd like actually working a lot in silos. And one of the things that kind of came about in that conversation very interestingly was that it seems like that I don't share a lot of the work that I do with uh, other members. The, the second thing was that obviously I had a lot of good friends, uh, you know, who you kind of work with. So I decided to kind of, you know, go out for drinks with 
uh, a couple of my colleagues and kind of try and probe into this question saying hey you know do i come across as that competitive and sometimes the tables turn uh, this was my boss shreesi i was culture shocked when shreesi asked me one fine day that neeraj please give me feedback and it was like so far in my career never have a superior asked for a feedback it has changed a lot of things for me especially in harappa because there is a culture where there is a exchange of feedback not just top to down but also bottom up feedback from my colleagues even those much younger than neeraj have always served me well in crafting policies or implementing ideas at harappa i often find when given a real chance people who care about you or your company will tell you the truth Use the right way feedback is a really powerful tool for change because your managers are human it's unlikely that the process will ever be completely perfect regardless of that you can learn from it we advise that you listen to all feedback with an open mind even if you're thinking that's so unfair dhruv explains you know rather than being very reactive uh um, because here we have to understand that there are humans that are involved right it is one human talking about the other human and there will always be certain amount of biases that are coming out think about certain instances uh, to try and validate if that is true or not the second thing is that it is also important that if it is a feedback which is relating to your personal behavior i think because you work with certain people in the team it's always important to go back to them and try and see that is that who you are as an individual sometimes you may feel like i am the best person of myself but that's not how you come across in a professional setting so it's super critical to also validate that right the third would be that uh, no i just have two points sorry i i can't think of a third <laughs> so be aware of your own biases and leave that ego at the door maybe you'll clean something useful in fact a very well known psychologist carol dweck who talks about this she was once asked what happens if someone gives you negative feedback so she says you know it would bother me initially but soon i will think about developing a plan to fix the issue or to explain the concept better that was episode 3 season 5 of habits matter we discussed a hot topic feedback and how to separate the wheat from the chaff when it comes to it To do this we discuss the core principles of good feedback which are give it in real time make it free from bias let it be super specific and don't get too personal we explain how feedback is interpreted differently by beginners and experts and gave you tips on what to do if the feedback you receive is less than ideal finally We discuss giving inputs to your manager and keeping an open mind about the process whether it feels fair or unfair. We hope this makes you a more nuanced receiver of feedback and eventually a better giver of one. Habits Matters is a show brought to you by Harappa Education. This episode was produced by Nitin Shamsuddin, mixed by Madhavan Bhattacharjee, and managed and scripted by Soumya Bahuguna, under the editorial direction of Seema Chaudhary. Follow Habits Matter on Instagram at habits.matter.